Love's Labor's Lost, Act Five, Scene Two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Love's Labor's Lost by William Shakespeare. Act Five, Scene Two. Princess, read by Capricia Page. Rosalind, read by Amanda Friday. Catherine, read by Elizabeth Clett. Maria, read by Dwan. Sweethearts, we shall be rich ere we depart, if fairings come thus plentifully in. A lady walled about with diamonds. Look you what I have from the loving king. Madam, came nothing else along with that? Nothing but this. Yes, as much love and rhyme as would be crammed up in a sheet of paper, writ to both sides the leaf, margent and all, that he was fain to seal up on Cupid's name. That was the way to make his godhead wax, for he hath been five thousand years a boy. Ay, and a shrewd unhappy gallows, too. You'll ne'er be friends with him, a killed your sister. He made her melancholy, sad and heavy. And so she died. Had she been light like you, of such a merry, nimble, stirring spirit, she might have been a grandam ere she died. And so may you, for a light heart lives long. What's your dark meaning, Mouse, of this light word? A light condition in a beauty dark. We need more light to find your meaning out. You'll mar the light by taking it in snuff. Therefore I'll darkly end the argument. Look what you do, you do it still in the dark. So do not you, for you are a light wench. Indeed, I weigh not you, and therefore light. You weigh me not? Oh, that's you care not for me. Great reason, for past cure is still past care. Well bandied both, a set of wit well played. But, Rosaline, you have the favour too. Who sent it, and what is it? I would you knew. And if my face were but as fair as yours, my favour were as great. Be witness this. Nay, I have verses too, I thank Byron. The number's true. And, were the numbering too, I were the fairest goddess on the ground. I am compared to twenty thousand fairs. Oh, he hath drawn my picture in his letter. Anything like? Much in the letters, nothing in the praise. Beauteous as ink, a good conclusion. Fair as a text be in a copy-book. Wear pencils, ho! Let me not die your debtor, my red dominicle, my golden letter. Oh, that your face were not so full of o's! A pox of that jest, and I beshrew all shrows. But, Catherine, what was sent to you from fair domain? Madam, this glove. Did he not send you twain? Yes, madam, and moreover some thousand verses of a faithful lover, a huge translation of hypocrisy, vilely compiled, profound simplicity. Aha! This and these pearls, to me sent long of ill. The letter is too long, by half a mile. I think no less. Dost thou not wish in heart the chain were longer, and the letter short? Ay, or I would these hands might never part. We are wise girls, to mock our lovers so. They are worse fools to purchase mocking so. That same Byron I'll torture ere I go. Oh, that I knew he were but in by the week! How I would make him fawn, and beg, and seek, and wait the season, and observe the times, 
and spend his prodigal wits in bootless rhymes, and shape his service wholly to my hess, and make him proud to make me proud that jess. So pertent-like would I o'ersway his state, that he should be my fool, and I his fate. None are so surely caught, when they are catched, as wit turned fool. Folly and wisdom hatched, hath wisdom's warrant, and the help of school, and wit's own grace to grace a learned fool. The blood of youth burns not with such excess, as gravity's revolt to wantonness. Folly in fools bears not so strong a note, as foolery in the wise, when wit doth dote, since all the power thereof it doth apply, to prove by wit worth in simplicity. End of Love's Labor's Lost Act 5, Scene 2